Welcome everyone to the Shepherd Talk podcast with Pastor Ray Jones from Ridgecrest Baptist Church. This conversation is centered on reaching, building, and connecting you to the mission God has in store for your life. We hope these practical conversations help to encourage and equip you to follow Jesus in a greater way. Hi, I'm Lance Griffin with Pastor Ray. We are talking about the Baptist faith, the message here on Shepherd Talk. And I think it's very important that we do this, Pastor Ray, because there are some beliefs that unite us. And I don't know how many average people that may go to our churches, our Southern Baptist churches, even know there is a Baptist faith and message. Mm. Why is it important to have one? Well, because you've got to have boundaries. Um, now, we in a previous session, we talked about uh, the Bible, which is the source book of boundaries and is the source book of the doctrines that we're talking about in this series. But you've got to have a Baptist faith and message. Ours is to codify, so to speak, what we believe are essential doctrines uh, of the faith. And when we say essential, we mean these are non-negotiable uh, doctrines of faith. Now, there are there are uh, doctrines, if you want to call that, that we have liberty in. Augustine said that there are some things that are not uh, that we can we can differ a bit on. But there are essentials for evangelical Christians, not just Baptist, evangelical Christians, that we call non-negotiables. And and so, like all things, if you don't have a set of parameters, eventually you'll get outside the boundaries, outside the parameters. By the way, I think we're seeing some of that mm -hmm. in our culture today. Well, it's kind of like uh, what judges said, every man does what is right in his own eyes. So, so if you're going to preserve for the next generation, the next generation, the next generation, essential Baptist, or I really should back up and say what I believe are essential Bible doctrines, uh, far more than Baptist doctrines, mm -hmm. Bible doctrines. If you're going to preserve that for generation to generation to generation, you got to know what they are. And that would be true of most evangelical churches that would say, yeah, we've got, here's our, they sometimes say statement of faith, which articulates you know, the essential beliefs. In fact, most churches will have it somewhere uh, connected to their their websites. Right. And you can read the Baptist Faith and Message. It's not terribly long. You can read it. Uh, you can just Google Baptist Faith and Message, or you can go to sbc.net. It's there for you to read. We're particularly talking in this Shepherd Talk about what we believe about God. And the Baptist Faith and Message says that God expresses himself through the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Why is it important to recognize God through the Trinity? Well, uh, first of all, because it's biblical. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's, the, uh, that's the bottom line. But it is so that we understand that, for example, let's take Jesus, that Jesus wasn't just a good man sent by God. He was God. So he has authority. When he speaks, he speaks with authority. And uh, when he dies on a cross... We recognize that this is an expression of God's love for his creation. So we see Jesus as not a, a, uh, a separate entity, but we see him as a fleshly manifestation of God himself on our behalf. So then Jesus says that I'm going to the right hand of the Father. It's where I came from. I'm going back to the right hand of the Father. Uh, I and the Father are one, he says. But if I go, I will send back to you the Holy Spirit. 
And the nomenclature there points to the fact that the spirit is uh, where God is. And so Jesus said, I'm going to send to the Father, but I'm going to send a third part of our, our divinity down. So now the spirit, which is God, manifest in the role of spirit living within us uh, is equally as authoritative as Jesus the Son and as God the Father. And so if we don't understand that the three are one, then we can dismiss certain things doctrinally and say, well, that came from Jesus. He was just, as some want us to believe, just just another good, good teacher. Uh, I'll be talking about that in one of the messages down the road in my current series, Myths That Lead to uh, Misbelief. And so if we don't identify the Godhead for who it is, the Father, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, then we'll see them as separate entities. Now, here's the kicker. People say, well, they are separate. Well, they're one, but they operate with three roles. Mm -hmm. You say, well, I don't understand that. Well, uh, you know, um, it's like me. I, I am a husband to my wife. I am uh, a son to my uh, my parents. And I am a father to my daughter. But you're one. But I'm one person. Mm -hmm. And I have these other roles, but it doesn't diminish who I am. So the Spirit is just one expression of God. God the Father is an expression uh, in his role as the father figure of our belief. And then Christ is that, that incarnation. It's, an, it's our ability to identify what God is like through the character that we see in Christ. It's one. It's one. Expressed three ways. And so you've got to get that right. If you don't, you can dismiss promptings of the Holy Spirit. You mm -hmm. can dismiss the work of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. if you uh, miss all that. And so that's why it's important. The Baptist faith and message also speaks of God's perfection and specifically talks about God's knowledge being perfect in past, present, and future. Why is it important for that to be listed that we have this knowledge about God that he does span all time? Yeah. Well, thank God that he does. Amen. You know, because what time is only relevant to us. If you think about it, time is only relevant to the physical world that we live in. Uh, and so because the Bible says a, a day is like a thousand years, you know, to the Lord. Um, and so in, in a very real sense, because the spiritual dimension trans um, transcends the physical dimension, and since eternity uh, can't have boundaries or restrictions on it, then that means God is, the past is like, like the present and like the future to God. He is already in all of those things. So uh, in a real sense, you might could say, uh, now God, what was the past like? He might say, I, I know no past. Mm -hmm. Uh, all is is right now with God. All of eternity is right now with God. Mm -hmm. Now he can say, but your past I can talk about. Uh, or those who have followed me, I can talk about. Their past. But the fact that he spans eternity, by the way, means that, we, that this life he's given us is so 
incredibly valuable because we're actually living in time and space that will one day uh, terminate, whether it terminates in the return of Christ or whether it terminates in that God calls us home or uh, that is we die. And so uh, right now, R.C. Sproul, uh, a theologian, a Presbyterian theologian some years ago had this line that says, right now counts forever. It really does because God is in, there is no past, there is no present, there is no future, there is just eternity and God transcends it all. And so uh, that's why it's important for us to understand the magnificence of God is not, and, and part of the problem with a lot of skeptics, Lance, is that they try to package God in a framework that their intellectual minds can understand. Mm -hmm. And so they think, well, I, I don't understand how God could be outside of time. And so because of that, I, I have a hard time believing, they may say. What they're saying is God has to fit in my mind and in the boundaries or the extent of my intellect. But God is outside of our intellect. As high as the heavens are above the earth, the scripture says, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. What God was saying kindly was, you're just not smart enough to understand everything outside of your time and space. And there are, as you said, there are belief systems that exist that place God at a much further distance than scriptures indicate that he is. And I think it's important, and it's been in the Baptist faith and message for a reason, that uh, he's not distant. He is, he is here, he is before us, he is ahead of us, and that makes him authoritative. And I think maybe that's mm. sometimes a problem that we have is we don't mind him being around, but how authoritative do we want him to be in our lives? Yeah, you know, you're talking about distance, and that's typically a, a a viewpoint of what we call a deist. Mm -hmm. A deist says that this God, we believe that there's a God. He is a creator God. He exists, but he's just not involved. Uh, the deist says, uh, well, Bette Midler, many people will remember that name. She had a song years ago called From a Distance. From a distance, God is watching. From a distance, there is no war. From a distance, there's no hungry people. And all this sort of thing. All the things. She's saying from a distance, from God's viewpoint. You know, he's so far removed. These aren't issues. It really is kind of left-handed slap at God is what that song is. Mm -hmm. But people, it has a feel-good kind of vibe to it. And so people think, oh, what a, what a, a good But that song really says God's not involved. He's watching, but he's from a distance. He created, he set the, the earth in motion and said, you're on your own. See you. And there are belief systems that adopt that kind of attitude. If it's got, if it's got to be, it's up to me, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, God established this world. He established us, but um, but we work out all the kinks and the details and the bugs and that sort of thing because he's just not involved. He's just not going to be bothered with us. Nothing is further from the truth. It goes back to our whole thing about the Trinity. The whole the whole purpose of Christ coming into this world was to take on flesh, to leave the throne. The Bible says the throne, the right hand of the Father, to come and take on, on flesh. Why? as an expression of a creator who is intimately and deeply and intensely involved in his creation. He didn't just create us and say good luck. He said, I love you so much. You can't work it out on your own. You can't fix all the bugs. 
you can't even fix yourself. And so I love you so much to let you go your own way without providing for you uh, the way. And so he sends Jesus. That's an example of a God who is involved. That's who our God is, and that's who we believe he is. And that's an expression, that trinity, if you will, that God takes on flesh. And then he continues to exist with us in the Holy Spirit. The Baptist faith message begins with the statement about the scriptures because it's the framework with which mm-hmm. which everything else is is described. Then it goes straight to God. And next time on Shepherd Talk, we'll talk about what the Baptist faith the message says about man. So we hope you'll tune into that. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks, Lance. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Shepherd Talk podcast. We hope God will continue to use you to reach the lost, build up other believers, and connect your life to the mission and purpose God has for you. We look forward to more talks in the days ahead with Pastor Ray.